SAFM Sports Wrap. Good afternoon to you. I'm Brad Brown. I should say good evening to you. I'm Brad Brown uh, coming to you from our Cape Town studios. Thank you very much uh, to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow. Coming up on this evening's show, we'll be chatting about an event that's happening in Gauteng on Friday. Uh, it's uh, become the go-to sports industry event. We'll find out more about that in a moment. We'll also chat to Andre Nell, former Protea fast bowler, uh, about T20 cricket and uh, whether he thinks there is too much or not. And we'll also hear from the new Bafana Bafana coach, Stuart Back. Uh, on this evening's show as well. But let's start with stories making headlines and following their loss to Supersport United by four goals to two last night. Cape Town City's coach Eric Tinkler has thrown in the towel on their PSL title aspirations. Despite the disappointment of the loss, Tinkler says there is still a lot to play for this season. It remains what I said before, just to finish there. You know, there we're still in control. You know, that's where we're sitting and we can, we can still finish there. So it's very important for us now to ensure against uh, Golden Arrows that we collect the three points and we finish third and that will be phenomenal season and we go to Africa so that must be the, the target Tinkler says having high aspirations is what every coach should strive for for all us coaches here in South Africa that must be the window you know that must be the window to try and uh, like, like what Pizza's done what Pizza's achieved winning African Champions League is a on your CV, it's, it's fantastic to have, and you know that's where where you want to be, and I think that's where a lot of clubs around the world notice you, you know, and that's where you want to be noticed. As far as the squad is concerned, Sundowns coach Peter Mosimane has gone on record saying that he would like to add PSL top goalscorer Lebukhang Manyama to his squad, but Tinkler is adamant that the citizens will not be selling their best players. We're not here just to make up numbers in this league, and I think we've proved that this year. You know, we've got a very ambitious club owner in John Kumitis who doesn't want to lose his best players. Lebo's not for sale, Aubrey's not for sale, nobody's for sale. You know, Ajax was all about development and moving players on and Cape Town City's not about that. Cape Town City's about wanting to compete and win trophies. So we know the, the areas we need to strengthen so that we can be more competitive again next season. Looking ahead to this evening, four fixtures on the cards. Tabletoppers Bidvest Vitz are away to Free State Stars. Bloom Celtic host Orlando Pirates. Defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns take on Baraka FC. While Platinum Stars travel to the Harry Guala to play Maritzburg United. All those fixtures kick off at 7.30 this evening. Meanwhile, it's been announced that the PSL promotion playoff fixtures will take place between the 31st and the 17th, uh, 31st of May and the 17th of June. The draw will be conducted on the 16th of May. In England tonight, Southampton hosts Arsenal, while in Europe, Juventus will discover who they'll play in the Champions League final when Atletico Madrid hosts cross-city rivals Real Madrid. Speaking of draws, the draw for the 2019 Rugby World Cup was concluded today. The Springboks have been drawn alongside world champions New Zealand in Pool B. Also in that pool are Italy and Africa 1 qualifiers. Ireland, Scotland and host Japan were drawn in Pool A, while in Pool see England, France and Argentina will do battle in a tough group Paul D sees Australia, Wales and Georgia uh, included the tournament in Japan is, uh, the first uh, host from Asia will run between the 20th of September and the 2nd of November 2019 
In Super Rugby News, Charles Maria will start at prop with Oxenchet providing cover from the bench in the Cheetahs lineup against uh, the Blues uh, in Auckland this coming weekend. And uh, some tennis news. The world number two and defending champion Novak Djokovic beats Spain's Nicolas Almagro 6-1, 4-6 and 7-5 to book uh, his spot in the Madrid Masters uh, last 16. In tennis news, the test between the West Indies and Pakistan is underway. The third test, that is, uh, it's taking place at Windsor Park in Dominica. Pakistan 71 for the loss of one. Uh, that is after the West Indies won the toss and elected to field. In the IPL, the good Lions batting first against the Delhi Daredevils posted 195 for 5 in their 20 overs. In reply, the Daredevils are 7 without loss. In cycling news, Fernando Gaviria won stage 5 of the Giro d'Italia ahead of Jacob Maresco and Sam Bennett. Bob Jungles of Quickstep still wears the leader's uh, pink jersey, the Maya Rosa. And finally, I definitely think I'm in the wrong business. Uh, Rory McIlroy has signed a new endorsement deal reportedly worth $100 million with TaylorMade. That following Nike's decision to stop making golf equipment. The current world number two says that after the Masters, he needed to make some changes. I needed to address a few issues after Augusta. You know, I alluded, alluded to the fact that I wasn't really happy with the golf ball I was playing. and I needed to do something. I felt like I struggled in the wind. Um, so I, I went, sort of went back to the drawing board. Um, and tested for about 10 days. Let that sink in. $100 million. Coming up next year on SAFM Sports Rep, we'll be chatting uh, about the uh, big sporting event that's happening this coming Friday in Joburg. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. And I remember when this thing started. I can't believe it's five years old already. I'm talking uh, about an event that's happening this coming Friday at uh, Vodaworlds uh, or Vodacom uh, Worlds in Midrand. It is the Discovery Sport Industry Summit. Uh, it seems like just yesterday, but it has grown from strength to strength. And over the years, they've had some of the biggest names uh, in sporting uh, worldwide come to South Africa. And this year is no different. Some, some big names. Uh, taking part in the, the summit. We're joined now by the chairman of the Sport Industry Group of South Africa, Zgwili Gumede, who's the host, essentially, for this event. Uh, Zgwili, welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap. I can't believe it's five years old. Is it that old already? It's crazy. It, it is. Time flies when you're having fun. Thanks very much for having us, and uh, good evening to, to your listeners and to yourself. Squilly, before we get into sort of the lineup and, and who we've managed to attract again this year, let, let's talk about the summit as a whole. It's 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 playing a, a very important role in in the sport industry in South Africa, where we're leading names not just in this country but globally come together and and talk about trends and and things that are happening in their sporting code that other sporting codes and other members and 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 participants in the industry can learn from. Absolutely, I mean it's it, it is in line with. Effectively, uh, uh, every industry and every every community needs to get together on a regular basis to to take stock and review what they've done, uh, look into the future, and, and understand how to deal with the future. I mean, we we recently had the the World Economic Forum in Durban. It's a similar type of concept where people who have a, sh- a shared vision or a common interest get together and talk about the challenges they face and how they 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 they're dealing with them for the future. Let's let's talk about the theme. Every year there's obviously a theme, and, and this one's quite interesting. The the theme for the summit's future proofing for the industry of tomorrow, and and I think 
this this is something not just the sporting industry is grappling with. It's everyone. Uh, sort of the, the, how fast the world is moving and how quickly technology is changing. If you don't sort of grapple with it and, and learn to, to deal with it, because I don't think you can ever master it, you are going to get left behind. Absolutely. That's exactly why we, we come up with that particular thing for this year, because things are changing very quickly. I mean, in our, in our world, we see streaming, for example, as, as a big thing that is coming through the digital and its role in in content generation and content distribution and in con- content consumption is is a big part. We see, you know, the your social media uh, and, and the medium yeah, being a very big part of how sport is consumed. So, so we, we this particular thing we deals with how do we ensure that. As we see the changes that we see in our in our marketplace, both here and and, and everywhere globally, we 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 create a sport today that will sustain itself and will be there tomorrow. Let's talk about some of the speakers because you've managed to secure some big names in in world sports uh, who who are going to be on on that stage on on Friday. Tell us a little bit about uh, the the lineup and who attendees can can expect to hear from. So the, the, the headline speaker this time will be Javier Tebas, the president of La Liga, who, as, as you know, runs uh, one of the, the, the top leagues in the world. Uh, it's a Premier League could obviously claim to be commercially the, the most successful football league, but, but La Liga will probably have a, a rightfully claim to be the most uh, exciting and the biggest football league in the world, certainly in terms of the stars they have, and, and, and two of the biggest clubs in the world are in that league and the most dominant uh, football clubs in, 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 in world football happen to be in La Liga. So we're very happy to have him here. Uh, we also have uh, Ben Amorphy from Cricket Australia who who talked to us about uh, their big bash and, and, and how they've really taken a, a game and a sport that was very struggling in many ways and created something exciting, something new that attracted new, new fans, new sponsors and, and really re-energized the game in a big way. That's fantastic. I also see you've got uh, Douglas Ryder on the, the bill as well. And, and I know Doug has been in Italy with uh, the Zero, and uh, you managed to get him back uh, on Friday, which, which I think is fantastic. And, and he's, he's got a lot to offer f- for, for South African sporting brands, so to speak, and, and how to launch yourself on the international stage. We are very, 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 very happy to have someone like Douglas Ryder delivering our final address of, 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 of the day. Uh, you know, he's managed to, to build a proper world-class uh, 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 brand in cycling and something that, that hasn't been done before. And, and, and it would be, be interesting to hear his perspective and, on how, how this has turned out and, and what his plans are. But, but absolutely excited for him and, 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 and for the team and what they've achieved. Yeah, I think that is a story that every South African should be shouting from the rooftops. It is uh, truly a, a proudly South African story that we should be telling the world about. Who's the summit for, Squilly? Is is it? Can anyone attend? Do you have to be in the sport industry? What's the What's the story? So, it, it, it is in many ways a sport industry summit, but 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 think of it this way: um, everyone is a sports fan in some way, and everyone is connected. Uh, with some sport in, 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 in some way, in some form. So, so brands that are either investing in sport or look, or look to invest in play and look to invest in... Run. Let's talk about the... Uh, media agencies, people who are involved really in, in events and, and people who are involved in 
dealing with consumers and, and engaging uh, communities to benefit and entities to benefit and entities. Uh, for, for business people who, who might not necessarily be in the sporting sphere to, to attend something like this, to get ideas, because that's often where, where the best ideas come from, is from, from industries that aren't necessarily connected to the industry that is connected to the tickets about tickets about tickets tickets about by going to www.industry.co.za or following our Twitter on Sport Industry by going uh, you, you get more details. You, you get so much. Uh, 011-303-7000, and, and they can get more details. But absolutely agree with you. I mean, it's a, for anyone, uh, whether you're in sport or not, um, the, the theme and the content is gonna is gonna be relevant because of um, because of we've crafted the theme, um, the, the the topics and discussions. Fantastic. It's all happening on Friday. It is uh, the fifth edition of the Discovery Sport Industry Summit. This is Gwili Gumede. Thank you so much, Discovery Sport Industry. On Friday, uh, we look forward to, to hearing how it goes down. I'm sure it's going to be a, another cracker because you've got a, a great lineup once again, and I'm sure it's going to be a massive success. Thanks for your time. Excellent. Thanks for, thanks for having us, and uh, we look forward to it. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. The best the morning have the waffle. So talk to us, what are you currently receiving and why is that not adequate? We're receiving 131 at this stage and obviously we we have escalations every single year and we haven't been receiving new allowance increases for the last six years. The last increase was received in 2011. Unfortunately, other departments in our constituents all receive increases annually and we are seem to be victimized and not allocate seem to be victimized for an annual increase. Overseas, cost of living very high. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. Only on SAFM. Wendo. Africa's news and information leader. The South African Medical Research Council Scientific Merit Awards honors scientists whose work is whose scientists whose worth research and has been instrumental in advancing the lives of South Africans. Previous SAMRC award winners include Professor Andre Pascal Kengen and UCT Professor Kirtan Deira. The SN Deira has accepted and closed all nominations for the 2017 Scientific Merit Awards. Winners will be announced at a prestigious ceremony in October. Visit the SAMRC's website at www.samrc.ac.a for more information on the SAMRC Merit Awards. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. This is South Africa's news and information leader, and it's something that's been sitting in the back of my mind for a while, and I thought, you know what, now's probably a good time to talk about it, because uh, I've been giving the IPL scores uh, on PM Live and here on SAFM Sports Trap over the last uh, few weeks, and just looking at it today, it is match 50 of this edition of the IPL, and it's just got me thinking, are we getting too much T20 cricket? There's a test match that's taking place in Jamaica at the moment as well. I haven't seen the pictures, but I'm pretty sure there's no one in the stadium. Uh, it's uh, one of those things, I guess, that uh, T20 cricket's come onto the scene, it's burst onto the scene, and we're seeing more and more of it. And I'm wondering, is it taking away from the longer formats of the game, the stadium? Uh, it's I absolutely love. And, and the 50-over game, and I thought we'd get someone on who's played the game uh, and uh, knows a fair bit about it. So, uh, former pro-tier fast bowler, Andre Nell joins us now. Andre, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap. Uh, I don't know if you're following the IPL, but I've lost track. Uh, they track. Uh, they, they blend into each other. 
Thanks for having me. Uh, um, I, I think it, the Appel's burnt and it's exciting as it is as a business as good is at the moment. But um, yeah, I'm sorry, but I think it's getting a bit boring. Every day is a bit of uh, it on and it's exciting as it is good sometimes. But um, I think people's also getting boring for the the up and the excitement of T20 cricket. Uh, I think a lot of people are getting hungry for test period and fifth hour cricket. So um, I think in one way, yes, they're playing it a lot. But I think it's actually creating the environment and people get excited to see test cricket and, and wonder cricket again. So um, uh, hopefully people get excited for the, the RCC Trophy coming up now in, I think, June or July. Mm. June or July. I think it could be quite exciting. But um, yeah, T20 is getting a bit boring and uh, uh, I think most people are a bit over it because they're overplaying it a little bit. Are we playing too much of it? I mean, I've mentioned the IPL, but you, you can name the tournaments. There's the Big Bash in Australia. Yeah. There's uh, the, the one in the UK. There's uh, one in, 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 the, in the West Indies as well. And now Cricket South Africa yeah. have announced the, the Global Destination League that's going to be taking place in South Africa. Are we playing too much T20 cricket? Um, I, I think that it is difficult, and we are playing a lot, but it, it is a business. And I think I think it is a business now, and... If you get the, the right tournament and the right people and the right um, cricketers playing, you'll get people into seats and that gets more money to Greece, Africa or wherever it might be. Um, it is exciting and people quite enjoy the excitement for it. For a certain 20 cricket. Um, they are starting to play a bit more, but I think they see it as a business and opportunity to get people in seats and that to, to up it up a little bit. So always, always going to do that. Um, but, yeah, I think most people are starting getting bored, bored of it. Mm. Uh, and the sad thing is, is that we're only having, um, I think, if I'm correct, there's only 10 people, quite high priority people, playing in a CSA um, T20 tournament at the moment. And it's quite sad. Uh, it would have been nice if we had a few more people playing so people can come and watch the Kevin Peterson or Karen Pollard or uh, Dwayne Bravo or more people to play in a, in a franchise at um, in Great Saskia's T20 tournament. I know, are we at risk of losing players to, to T20? There's obviously a lot of money being thrown around of losing the IPL and, and I'm not sure what the, the figures are like for the Big Bash and, and the other tournaments and, and the one that's going to be here. But you, you look at a player and, and let me use an A.B. de Villiers as an example. He's playing a lot of cricket. I know he's going to be here to spend some time with the family before heading uh, over to England yeah. for the ICC Champions Trophy. But are, are we at risk losing a player like an A.B. who who gets drawn into playing T20 cricket because that's where the money is as opposed to playing Test Match cricket for his country which I would where the money is I'm sure you would too are we in, in, in that sort of area at the moment? I think it's a good point though. Um, I think the perfect uh, probably a better example is Albie Morkel mm. every time he played for South Africa he sort of did okay but he never performed brilliantly but every time he played T20 tournaments all over the world he, he achieved well and did well and he made a lot of money about it and, and, and this Albie Morkel the, the T20 tournaments all around the country and all around the world now He's taking the priority away from the privilege and honor playing for your country. And a lot of guys now are seeing the opportunity of making money to set themselves up for the future instead of the privilege of honor playing for their country. And I, I think it is taking about, about, it's taking away a bit of privilege and honor playing for your country. And a lot of guys seeing the opportunity to set themselves up for the future opportunities wherever they might play. If they do well in the Australian Premier League or Australian T20 League, They'll get an opportunity to play in the West Indian League or wherever it might be in the Pakistan League, Indian League, RPL. So, so it is um, a bit concerning that that could take the privilege and honour away from playing for your country. 
but unfortunately can understand the, the the situation certain players are in and they can see the opportunity to set themselves up for the future. And then now they might not play Keshkid for South Africa, unfortunately, and that's why I think they take these opportunities by so many T20 careers. Yeah, and I think the sad and dark side of this too is, I mean, we've obviously seen a lot of, uh, not necessarily match-fixing, but the spot-fixing and the, and the corruption in, in cricket seeping into the game. Yeah. And, and a lot of these tournaments where a lot of the games don't have anything riding on it, uh, it, it does open the door for that as well, which is not a good thing. Yeah, no, I've heard so, and um, it's not a great thing. And hopefully our guys that involved for those games don't get caught up in that situation because it's pretty easy. Um, but yeah, it's a big opportunity now for these guys to get involved with those match fixing and spot fixing, whatever it might be. Um, but hopefully our guys that from South Africa don't get involved with that. I think um, our guys are pretty well educated about those things, wherever they might be, that they won't get involved with those situations, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Andre, outside of cricket uh, and your interest in cricket, you, you obviously kept yourself uh, fairly fit following your, your career. Uh, I, I know you've got a, an Ironman 70.3 coming up in, in Durban in, in a couple of months' time. You've been training pretty hard, and uh, you're doing it for charity. Just to, to give you a, a bit of a punt there, I know, I know you, you're raising funds. Tell us a little bit about Ironman for the kids and your involvement there. Yeah, I think it's, I've started in, I think, 2012 doing the, the, the Ironman for the uh, Ironman for kids, and it's a great charity. It provides... Um, uh, for 56 hours, almost 60 hours now in the Eastern Cape and that area around there, um, food, uh, whatever they need. And uh, I'm doing the Ironman for Kids again now in uh, June. So I'm trying to look for a sponsor to probably support me to try and do that and raise as much money I can for them. Um, but it's a charity that I, I'm close to. Whilst I start this charity and every time I do the Ironman, it's a purpose for doing it and trying to raise as much money for them, if if I can feed two or three kids in my opportunity to do the Ironman, so be it, I'll suffer to make sure two kids or three kids don't suffer for my um, suffering, uh, uh, and that's what I'm trying to do. I have been training um, hard, but not as hard as I should be, um, but but hopefully um, mentally I could get through, but um, hopefully I, I, can, uh, I can raise some money for this charity and I hope I can support two or three kids uh, in doing this charity for um, Ironman for Kids in June. I know that's awesome. I, I know we've got a lot of people that do listen to the show. Any corporates that want to support, how can they get in touch if they if they want to uh, help out and uh, help with the sponsorship? Yeah, it'd be great if anybody wants to get involved. Um, if I find my wife on 082 it will be uh, unbelievable. Uh, or even me on 83 it'll be unbelievable. I'll be able to raise as much money as I can for him. I really appreciate the support. Um, if not, um, if there's opportunity possibly next year, if I'm doing all three um, um, Ironman for um, for the kids, um, I really appreciate the support if, if, if I would uh, appreciate to do that. I love it. Andre, what we'll do is we'll pop those details on SAFM's Facebook page as well. So if somebody missed that and they'd like to get involved, they can just head over to SAFM Radio on Facebook uh, and we'll share those details there. Andre and Elf, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for your time this evening on SAFM Sports Trap. And uh, best of luck with the, the final bit of training in the build-up to Ironman 70.3 in Durban. And we look forward to following your progress. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks very much, brother. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the support. SAFM Sports Trap. Are you afraid of some animal or challenge and want us to help you overcome it in a fun-filled way? Well, Matesa Myself invites you to join us on a fun-filled adventure that might also cure your fear and change your world. You don't have to be young, fit or even strong, only want to live a little. 
Go to www.sabc2.co.za and you could partake in our next authentic adventure. Only one thing can move this country forward. It's workforce. It's Work FM. We're proud to be a nation built by the hands of workers. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the hands of thing to being at the game. On to some football news now, and Supersport United coach Stuart Baxter believes that his players are now over his controversial reappointment as Bafana Bafana head coach as they continue to string together a number of unbeaten matches. United have now got United have now lost in all competitions and will be looking to finish off the season strong with an Ed Bank Cup title defence and a CAF competition spot still high possibilities. Baxter says he's happy to see the players have put his departure to the national team at the end of their season behind them already. It's difficult to quantify when and how and what they think and how much it affects. And I think that was at the same time as a lot of heavy trips on the continent. It was when we had a lot of injuries. Players were carrying a heavy load. And I think I can try and work out that as reasons, but it sounds like excuses, so I don't even bother now. But I think, yes, I understand your point, yes, but a few fresh legs back. Yes, we have got used to the sort of the idea that I'm going there next year. And yes, the lads are looking a little bit more at ease with it. Baxter made these comments following their crucial 4-2 victory over High Flyers Cape Town City at last night. With his current employers at Supersport United and PSL title contenders Bidvest Vitz again involved in a brawl with the African Football Association over the release of the under-20 players for the national team, Baxter says it's not his call but the clubs to make. I advise that clubs and the mother body need to find ways to work together in solving this problem. One of the things that is important for South African football is that we all, we all cooperate. You know, you guys, me, SAFA, the PSL, the clubs, we all can just sell the clubs in the same direction. There's a potential to be a powerhouse in this country. But I do believe that that is one of the issues that we've got to solve. So are you going to release your players? I didn't say that. I didn't say I'm going to release my players because I'm, I'm not, I didn't say that either. I'm not, I'm not the one that makes that decision, so you're asking the wrong guy. So what, I was, what I've just said to you is my opinion about the situation club versus country. And I don't want it to be a versus, I want it to be a club and country. And so I'm giving my opinion, and then you've got to understand the club's point of view. And by the way, you guys have also, I know you've got to sell papers, I know you've, you've got publications, but you've also got a responsibility to write not only what he's, what he's selling newspapers but also what is an accurate description so as I said I'm sure that the club would love to help wherever they can. The SA Under-20 team are scheduled to be in the SA Under-20 through their national team preparations but are still without Vitz and United players. Safa was scheduled to meet with both clubs today in a bid to find an amicable solution to the problem. Baxter believes that it's the right thing to do. If I make a comment on that as being one foot in Safra and one foot in Supersport, I'm really, really talking with experience. Every under 20, I had an under 20 tournament in, in England where 15 players were pulled away from me. I went with a completely different squad to European Championships. I think there's a point of serious conflict of interest. I believe in my heart that every club should try and help the national team. The situation we have at the moment is that we have 17 fit players. We had 18 this evening, but we are getting players back. We'd love to allow our players to have the experience of a World Cup. You get this tug of war because, you know, on the one hand you want to help, on the other hand you don't want to sacrifice a long, hard season. You have to look at the rules and then you have to try to come to a, a sensible consensus. 
We're speaking to David Shapiro. Was there ever that moment that you can think of in your career, in your life, that could have sent you in an opposite direction? People often ask me, they say, you know, talk to me about the radio and TV and so on and so on. I'll tell you something very interesting as well is that for most of my life I was very shy and uh, I always tell the story how my mother had to find me a date for my matric dance. I was too scared to. My mother had to find me a date for my matric dance. Uh, if she were alive, she'd attest to that. Yeah. And uh, I was very nervous to get in front of people, but just going on radio um, has helped my career so much. You are listening to the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. Tune in every weekday between 6 to 6.30 p.m. That's the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. Understanding the markets has never been easier. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, I think we're in for a fascinating night in the Absa Premiership with Bidvest Vitz as well as Mamelodi Sundowns both in action. Who is going to blink first? Uh, it is Vitz with a three-point advantage, and if they pick up three points again tonight, uh, I think they'll have one hand on the trophy. But should they not come away with uh, three points, Goble Park and uh, Mamelodi Sundowns win. Uh, we are in for one exciting finish. So uh, keep an eye on those PSL games. We'll have all the results for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Quick cricket update for you. That test match that's taking place uh, in Dominica. Rain has stopped play with Pakistan 70 for one while in the IPL. The Delhi Daredevils currently 56 for the loss of two. They need another 140 runs with eight wickets in hand or 14.2 overs. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments or suggestions or questions, please be in touch. You can email sport at safm.co.za. You can also uh, reach out via social media across the various platforms. Just search for at SAFM Radio or me personally at Big Brad Brown. On the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Malayo, more very engaging conversations of that I've got no doubt, enjoy that show immensely on my way home, uh, and uh, to my entire team in Joburg once again to Phineas and Latunda, thank you very much have yourself a wonderful evening, it is 7 o'clock in time for news